Reflect, a podcast featuring a unique introspection in each episode. In this episode, we hear from Dr. Alia Remtila, anthropologist with a passion for social justice. For almost everyone, the current period has led to a change in the nature of our working lives. And it has led Alia on an introspective journey about work itself. Why do we do it? What is its purpose? And what might we want its purpose to be? What do you think of The Reflect? Provide your thoughts about this episode or the entire series by responding to a quick survey. Find the link at the.ismaili slash The Reflect. Now to the episode. As I record this podcast, I'm sitting on the couch in my Sydney apartment with my phone in my hand and my laptop quite literally on my lap. Welcome to my COVID office. Over the past few months, as governments around the world have taken action to control the spread of COVID-19, the nature of work for millions of people around the world has changed, and we're talking about work way more than we normally do. Working from home, trying to manage work while also managing homeschooling our children, clusters of the virus breaking out in workplaces, the impact of lockdown on businesses. For almost everyone, the current period has led to a change in the nature of our working lives. And it has led me to think really hard about work itself. Why do we do it? What's its purpose? And what might we want its purpose to be? My thinking process on this topic started quite broadly with unpacking the nature of work. At one level, it seems clear to me that the purpose of work is quite simply to earn money, to put food on the table, to put a roof over the heads of our family, and to equip our children and ourselves with the tools we need to study, upskill, and, we hope, improve the amount we earn. The more we earn, the more we can do and the more we can spend. Of course, we all want to earn more. A little luxury never hurt anyone. And plus, with the extra dollars in our pocket, we can donate a little more to the Aga Khan Development Network or another charity, while also ensuring that we save enough to protect future generations. So is the purpose of work to earn money? Or is there, should there be, more to it than that? As I've been thinking through this question, I've been reflecting on my own family's history of migration to Canada, everyday experiences of work for the people around me, and also some research I've been doing on the history of the East African Ismaili community. And last week, as part of this East African Ismaili history research, I I read a paper about the experience of the first documented migrants from India to Tanzania back in the late 1800s. Within this paper, the stories of a handful of the first migrants to Zanzibar who really made names of themselves were told. Of these families, there were a couple of those who, in the next generation, those who inherited these businesses lost most of their family wealth. There were a variety of reasons for this, but one reason cited was that generosity of wealth was such an important value that some found it difficult to save too much. There was always someone who needed help with whom savings could be shared. Imam Sultan Muhammad Shah's guidance and investment in savings products, including through these little savings boxes in Jamaat Khanas themselves, 
helped to teach the Jamaat that just as generosity was a value, so too was it important to protect one's wealth for times of need and to set up future generations. As a Canadian-born South Asian Ismaili Muslim with three generations before me from Tanzania, it's unsurprising that, together with a strong ethic of generosity, the importance of saving and the principle of frugality have both been strongly instilled in my psyche. A large part of the purpose of work is indeed to earn, to earn well, to protect this wealth, to ensure economic stability to old age, and ideally for future generations, and then to be generous with whatever is in excess. For my parents, who migrated separately to Canada in their teens and 20s, work was indeed primarily for the purpose of income. Dad wanted to be an engineer and even started a degree in engineering at the University of Dar es Salaam. But the challenges of the 1970s meant that by the time he ended up in Vancouver, the most logical and affordable way to earn a solid income was to become an accountant instead. He dedicated himself to the task, graduated with one of the highest grades on a CGA exam in all of Canada, all while working multiple other jobs on the side. Eventually, he set up his own accounting practice and is now retiring with confidence and comfort that his working life was productive. My dad's decisions were driven by the economic needs of being a new migrant. His self-assessment as having been successful in his work are rooted in the measurements of being able to secure his finances for his retirement and possibly for his children, while also being able to give generously throughout his lifetime. Dad might be defined as a successful accountant because his business has a good annual income and keeps a number of people in permanent employ. But that's not exclusively the purpose of work for Dad. Dad goes to work each day to solve the problems of his clients. He's motivated by the desire to help people save money, navigate the system, and find ways to protect themselves and their assets. Dad loves work. This could be why he's so successful. His passion for the task at hand could very well be the driving force that enables him to excel and draws droves of clients to seek his support. What if we weren't to define success economically through our annual income? but through the meaning we find in our daily jobs, through the impact we are able to have while earning an income. The time, knowledge, and expertise we invest in our jobs cannot be measured solely by the money we earn. In an ideal world, work would be about so much more than that. But this type of approach is a luxury to propose. Let's be honest, Dad didn't really have that luxury. He was lucky that he happened to enjoy the profession that fell on his lap. The vast majority of people in this world simply do not have this opportunity. Mom and Dad's efforts have made it possible for me to be one of the lucky few. And for many of us who are second-generation migrants, a whole different set of questions emerged. Our parents have sent us to good schools, secured us with a good education, and we can be anything we want to be. So how do we use this luxury of choice? How do we decide what we want to be? What work we want to do? What do we want to achieve through our professional careers? What is the purpose of work for each one of us? 
One of the teachings of our imam that I've been thinking about quite a lot recently as I mull over these questions is his assertion that in Islam, the purpose of education is not for egotistical notions of individual progress, but instead to learn about God's creation and to leave the world improved. The imam is speaking about education here, but I wonder, did these principles apply to work too? How do we use those eight hours of our day in which we are earning an income, more hours for many, how do we leverage that time to make an impact, even as we do what we need to do to care for our families? I know I'm not alone with this line of thought. Many corporations now have double and triple bottom lines, enabling their work to have social and environmental impact even as they turn a profit. The reality of our global economy is that there is no direct co correlation between salary, profit, or annual income, and the positive impact one is able to have in the world. Some people who have made it rich will also have left the world improved along the way, but that's not necessarily always the case. And some of the individuals who have had the most impact will also spend their days living modestly, without a BMW or Ferrari to rubber stamp their success. During this lockdown, I've started to actually engage with my friends on this topic, and I've learned just how complicated it really is beneath the surface. A friend of mine who's a doctor was telling me last week that he's considering increasing the amount of time he spends with each patient. He'll make a lot less money, and it will take him longer to pay off his loans, but he'll be able to have more impact with each patient. Honestly, I found this discussion just so fascinating. I'd always simply presumed that the profession of being a doctor was itself inherently good. It's impossible not to have social impact when you're healing the sick and wounded, right? My friend helped me to recognize that there's always more to be done. And this challenge of figuring out how much is enough to make and when it makes sense to reduce profit margins in order to increase social or environmental impact along the way is a challenge that everyone seems to face. The small business owner faces this decision when deciding whether to give her employees health insurance benefits or higher salaries. The online marketplace executive considers profit versus impact when they decide whether to control the market on face masks to ensure they reach the most needy at affordable prices, a decision which would reduce the profit margins of sellers and possibly their own commission. The scientist who patents, patents a new drug needs to decide how much to charge for their innovation. And almost everyone must consider how much extra they are willing to spend, sacrifice, or change to reduce their environmental footprint. The challenge with all this is that there's no clear, correct way forward. Well-meaning actions oftentimes have negative, unintended consequences. We might think we're doing good, but end up wreaking just a bit of havoc. And it's impossible to know what's enough when it comes to amassing wealth. There always seems to be someone who has just a little bit more. Constant reflection and conversations with our families and loved ones might well be our panacea. We can all always be better. There's always more we can do. Which leads me to conclude with questions instead of answers. Where to from here? What is the next stage for me, for you, for all of us in our various career pathways? What do we want to achieve out of the next year or two or three of our working lives? What for us is the purpose of work? I'm still working my way through these questions. What do you think? 
for fresh episodes of The Reflect, visit our website at the.ismiley slash The Reflect. Or better yet, for alerts on the newest releases, subscribe to our podcast on all major podcast platforms. Just search for The Reflect on Spotify, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. Thank you.